Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is May 3rd, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. This is The List and your boy. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. Subscribe. We are trying to march towards 100,000 subscribers here on YouTube. I would love that silver play button. So help us out a little bit. We got great content here. We are here every night after Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, ROH, Impact, SmackDown, all that good stuff. This weekend, we have Backlash, but we are here to talk some AEW news. Uh, we've got some big all-in news. We've got some news that might might break during this show. I don't know. If it doesn't, we'll have it on FightfulSelect.com later, but uh, some some fun news as well. But uh, that, that's only if it breaks during this show. But we got Jimmy Van here. So So what more fun do you need, right? That's all you need. Literally all you need. So where's the button going in your background, Sean? Uh, probably right there. Where that or, belt it'll is? It'll probably go up there. Yeah, because this is a fantasy football title belt, and I actually have to send it to Shane Helms. But Shane lost it to me last year and was supposed to send it in January. Didn't send it till November. So I'm taking my sweet time doing it. He can come pick it up when when SmackDown's in Lexington. He can request a work, and then I'll bring it to him. So did he win? Did he win the previous, the most recent season? Yeah, he's pretty good. Okay, okay. he's won like three times. He's pretty okay. Good. Yeah, this good is a him. league that I was in like ten years ago before I knew anybody in wrestling, and it had like some comedians, some actors, UFC fighters, some wrestlers in it. It's pretty wild. And the guy who makes my shoes, for the love of God, uh, really? It's it's a yeah. I, I gained a, an MMA promoter that I ended up working for. Like I gained a lot of connections as a result of that. So awesome. Well, uh, I, I don't think people's hockey pools are going very well right now. Cause there's been upsets, but if you, <laughs> but if you're picking the Edmonton Oilers, you're looking good. 
So mm. I'll just mm. leave it at well, that. I'll leave it at that. Things didn't go well with the Maple Leafs last night, but it's one game. It's one game. They're gonna it win. Is. It is one. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I would love it. I mean, I feel pretty happy that I jumped on the bandwagon at uh and you really did when, when I did. Uh not, not to mention a, a year where I'm probably not going to Toronto for the first time in a long time, but uh, a year where they actually made it to the second round. So, yeah, first time in 19 years, 19 years, Sean. I'm just but, I'm uh, just incredibly good luck. I mean, look at all the horrible misfortune that you had before you met me yes. and how yes. your life just turned yes. around. I had nothing but misfortune. You had yeah. nothing but misfortune. You were yeah. you were losing your ass. You weren't making any money. And then all of a sudden I came along. Yep. And there you go. Yep. I was panhandling on weekends. Do you know, do you know who the favorites are to go to the Stanley cup final right now? No, I have no idea who else is even in the thing. The favorites to go to the final right now are the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers. Good. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. That'd be we'll, fascinating. We'll... Fascinating. So I would love it, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, um, I would too, because that's a good matchup for Edmonton. So I would like it too. Ha. <laughs> Guys, leave a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful or head over to humperchats.com. You can leave your question or statement uh, before we go in the air, while we're on the air, and that allows us to keep a little more of a cut of it. Uh, programming note, a uh, day after dynamite is off the slate for now as Will Washington uh, has finished up with us. But Grapsity will continue with Righteous Reg and Phil every Saturday at noon. So uh, stay tuned for that, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. They've got some cool ideas for that. Uh, so check it out, my friends. But get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. We just got an incredibly generous one from Jelly Canuck, who says, after I learned my dad had cancer two months ago, wrestling didn't seem fun anymore. Fightful was always there to make days better. Thanks for every one of you. Uh, plus, I owe you, Sean, for saying the least would make it out of round one. They did make it out of round one. Um, my custom jersey that my wife had made for me did not make it out of round one, Jimmy. Listen to this. My wife for Christmas ordered me this wonderful jersey from Fanatics that has my name on it and uh, has the number on it. And the number is tied to our anniversary. I thought I thought it was a wonderful gift. After one wash, two letters and part of the number peeled off. So they send a replacement. We get through one wash. I wear it a second time. It starts to peel again. Fanatics is garbage. Yeah. Uh, she's sending back the original one and getting money back, but. The, the damn jersey can't make it out of the first round, Jimmy. I'm, I'm upset by this. You know what? I, I'm not going to rip Fanatics because I have friends that work with the company, so I'm not going to rip Fanatics. But I will say this. When the NHL, because I believe the NHL was with Adidas prior, when the NHL left Adidas and went with Fanatics, I know a lot of people in the hockey world that were not happy at all. Yeah. So uh, if you just say that doesn't surprise me. That's all I'm going to say about Fanatics, though. Mm. Well, also, I want to say, uh, Jelly Canuck, I'm so sorry to hear about your father. I hope that, that he he gets a speedy recovery and, and things improve for him. Um, in my experiences with you here, it seems like he's done a fantastic job with you. So thank you for for sharing that with us and, and just hanging out with us. We and, and if it helps you, go to grapgrief.com. Uh, grappling, yeah. grappling with Grief is a nonprofit that I started after my sister passed away in uh, 2020, and I lost my dad in 2018 to cancer. So grapgrief.com, we have all kinds of stories. They're still updated every week with stories from people who, you know, they had hard, hard times in their life and how they were able to channel that to something positive. Check it out. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll help you out a little bit. Uh, we got... 
Triple Stroke saying, any idea what future plans WWE sees in Bait or Elia Dragunov? I mean, NXT seems like the the course of action right now. Um, Jake says, SRS appreciation chat. My guy got to put up a Twitter a twat slandering his name every chance they get and not even playing kiss ass. They take his tweets out of context and too serious. Yeah, I mean... It's it's just another day at this point. Like it's the the weirdo shit I got to deal with, unfortunately. But thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. Somebody asked if my teeth are real. Yeah, they're real. What the? I brush my teeth. What's the? Yeah, we, we kind of broke the news on Roman Reigns with when that happened, didn't we? Yeah, that's that's true. But I've actually got two chipped teeth uh, from the MMA co- boxing days. I almost said coxing days. Boy, I hope I don't have chipped teeth from that. That'd be horrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I almost said Bronson Reed ate somebody's ass on the, the Raw review a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Jesus. I meant to say beat ass, and I said <laughs> almost said eat ass. Uh-huh. Alex Silva says, I saw somewhere Cody saying he's going after the World Heavyweight title, so I, if I, I see him making the finals, maybe Solo or Brock costing him the championship. I think Cody should make the finals and lose it to Seth Rollins. Then I think Cody should cash in Money in the Bank, win Money in the Bank, cash it in on Roman, and that kind of elevates... And, and finishes the story. What do you think, Jimmy? Uh, we talked about this last week. I'm only okay with him cashing in Money in the Bank if he does it in such a way where they have a clean one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. I don't want a situation where Roman has just defended against somebody else and he's kind of beaten up and then there comes Cody exactly. running out. I don't want that. That doesn't suit his character. If, if it's a clean one-on-one match, then perfectly fine. That's his way to get his title shot. Any guesses who could be the breakout stars on each brand post-draft male, female? I think Grayson Waller could be very, very good. Um, I think EO Sky is going to step up and be very good. I think if you look at the depth on the SmackDown women's side, Jimmy, that that you'll see that and you'll be like, okay, this makes a lot of sense why she's there. Uh, Bailey and Bianca being on the same brand, that's that's a cold game because Bianca can't or, or ba- Bailey can't be back in that spot necessarily. But um, I, I think that EO Sky is going to be a big breakout star. That, that's the main one I'm looking at. I think Drew is going to turn heel, and Drew is going to really? be... Yeah, I think Drew is going to sort of reestablish himself because the Raw side is very babyface heavy right now. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think Bronson Reed's going to get a good chance. And uh, especially especially since the, now they're going to peel him away from the uh, U.S. title stuff. So I think he's going to get a good chance. I'm still, and I was going to talk about this later, but I'm still holding out hope on Montez Ford. Yeah, me like too. I, I, I feel like they tease it at Elimination Chamber because I, you know, I've, I've been, not just me, a lot of people have been calling for a singles run for him for a long time. They teased it at Elimination Chamber and then they went right back to Street Profits again. They got drafted together. Uh, and nothing against Angelo Dawkins because I'm sure he's heard the chatter and, and it's probably not easy for him either, but, uh, Montez is due a singles run. So I'm, I'm holding out hope for that. Oh, what do we got over here? Okay. Shaza saw that. What the, the Shaza comment. Yeah. Yeah. Going to chip some more teeth. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. Emir says any news on Bray Wyatt. Last I heard he was excited to come back. Road dog claimed that he has a new writer or something like that. But, uh, that, you know, I'll, I'll work to see exactly exactly what's going on there. You um, need something. Here, here's an interesting Humper chat. I feel like enough time has passed where you can talk about it. Jimmy, if Sean had not accepted the position, who else did you have in mind to run Fightful? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to name names. Um, I signed a couple of NDAs. 
Maybe they've okay. expired by now. I don't remember what the what the what the length it's been was. Seven on years, them. Jimmy. It's been seven years. Yeah, I, I still have them in my email, so I could probably check and see what the length was on them. I'm not going to mention names. Uh, the only thing I will say is that they are very well renowned in the wrestling news game, and that is go. it. Not going to mention names. Oh, there and yes, go. and yes, they were interested. That's all I'm going to say. Alex Silva says saw on Twitter. I don't know how legit it is that Roman could uh, have the titles till September 2024 to beat Hogan. That was taken out of context uh, from an Andrew Zarian thing. Uh, Andrew said, like, clarified that and said that that wasn't what he said or anything like that. But I'll tell you what he did say, something that I was going to report later this afternoon <laughs> that I think we should talk about. Um, A to B dark and elevation are ending, Jimmy. Yeah, and we had talked about that last week because uh, I believe it was Fight TV that had uh, had listed that Elevation was ending. And so now Dark is ending as well. And you know what? We had talked before about AEW. Now that they're going to have a new show on Saturday, uh, tentatively called Collision, it was just way too much content. Uh, I believe Andrew Zarian said that Warner Brothers Discovery has exclusivity, and that's a reason why Dark and Elevation are ending. Correct, correct. But, we, but it would have been too much. Titles. We got more on Fightful Select. Like a lot of people are saying, well, how are indie guys going to get shots? They're going to get more shots on on ROH TV. But sure, we've got yeah, we've got we got more on FightfulSelect.com. But eh, you know, uh, they have well, they have more than enough programming. More than enough. Yeah, to get everybody I agree. On. I agree. Connor says, well, Roman had the same limited date schedule after he drops the title. Yes, that that is his deal. Period. Like, I mean, there will be periods where he's around a little bit more, but that's his deal. Cruz does stuff says, Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Was there a match that made you into wrestling fans? Mine was Jericho Michaels at unforgiven. 08 saw it live. The first thing I ever saw was actually the match where sting scaled the cage and tore his ACL. So, I mean, technically that made me a wrestling fan. There wasn't a particular match that was so good that made me go, Oh my God. But that was what got me into it. And then there was a, a pride FC pay-per-view on direct TV. There was like a highlight video with Fedor, Igor, Randleman, Crow cop, rampage and that made me an, an mma fan but how about you jimmy this is where i date myself it was andre the giant body slamming big john stud at wrestlemania one. About I want to up. <laughs> yeah it was andre slamming big john stud uh wrestlemania one was only on closed circuit a, a close friend of mine in grade school went to see wrestlemania one on closed circuit in watertown new york came back told me all about it he had the andre ljn and that was the first thing that I can remember is seeing Andre slam Big John Stud. So that's my my earliest memory. Matt Ray Keel says, with AEW dropping dark and elevation, is there a possibility of AEW PPVs being put on Mac starting with all in? Go Leafs. So this is where we get into the all in talk, Jimmy. Okay. Because I have had conversations with Warner, people at Warner, and they didn't outright tell me, yeah, this is this is going to be on Max. But they said, wouldn't it be great if in late August, early September, you had all in one week, all out the next week, and they're all on max? What a better way to sell subscriptions. And I said, I think it's a fantastic way to sell subscriptions. Uh, now, AEW Dark and Elevation are dropped because WBD is about to start collision. I don't know if it's an extension of the deal overall, but it's hard for me to believe that they just signed like a one and a half year deal with AEW. They probably reached some sort of big extension. That's my hunch. I would hope that pay-per-views are included in there because as, as a, maybe even a loss leader, like that is a fantastic way to get a, to get thousands and thousands of people 
who would otherwise have no interest in HBO Max to subscribe to your HBO Max service because it's about to sort of amalgamate true crime content from Investigation Discovery, your home improvement stuff from like the, the HGTVs of the world, like Chip and Joanna Gaines, all the HBO content. And if they add AEW to that, that is their Peacock WWE Network, Jimmy. So I think that would that would be a fantastic idea as long as the money made sense for AEW. If they were to get even approaching what they make on pay-per-view, I think it makes sense for the eyeball factor where more people would have access and be able to find their shows. Yeah, I think it'll be, I think it's all encompassing. So I, you know, I can't recall what they're currently getting. I think it might've been what 40 or 50 million a year on the old deal. Yeah. Let's say on the new deal, if they're getting 80, 90, a hundred, um, you're already more than making up or compensating for the pay-per-view revenue. And so I think whatever they get on a new deal, it's going to be kind of all encompassing. One question I have is, do you know if Max has the ability to do standalone pay-per-views the way ESPN does? I think they will. Okay. I think okay. that they'll they'll develop that. I mean, Netflix is toying around with it right now. They started this live aspect, and it's been a trash fire thus far because uh, the Love is Blind live finale didn't work out based on people who watched that. Uh, but th everybody's, like, trying. Everybody's trying their best, but... I think they should just put them on there as a typical. I think the price point's like $19 for max. So even then, if I were them, I'd be like, hey, AEW, let's step up the number of these shows, maybe do nine or 10. That way there's not more than like six or seven weeks without one. And they, they reach a new deal. And it, it's one that's fruitful for the brand moving forward. Um, yeah. Well, I want to talk about uh, All In. So, you know, you know this, Sean. Sometimes when somebody really hates somebody or something, especially the online trolls, they really stretch to try to criticize that person oh, yeah. or, or that thing. And it even happens sometimes when there's a piece of news involving that thing that's nothing but positive, like clearly positive. So yesterday, May 2nd, AEW had the pre-sale for all-in tickets at Wembley Stadium. According to Tony Khan this morning, they've sold 43,000 tickets in uh, the 32 hours since the pre-sale for it's a phenomenal gate. Phenomenal number. It is, for a gate of $5.7 million uh, US dollars. That is a big success, and it is foolish to think otherwise. That is a big success. And I saw some idiots on social media that were saying, oh, but those were mostly bought by scalpers. Let me ask you a question, Sean. This, this, the, this particular presale was, was uh, done with a unique code, too. It was a lot harder for scalpers. And you'll see the same dummy the same specific dummy in that that group of uh, Marky Marks and their subsequent funky bunches saying, oh, well, well Tony bought them up. No, there are, there are restrictions. This is how you can tell they don't talk to anybody in the business. There are restrictions contractually put in place to prevent a lot of that happening, to prevent a lot of Because why? there are a lot of people that are like, oh, well, why can't they just buy them up and then resell them secondary? Why wouldn't they just set the price point higher to begin with? What what the hell are you talking about? AEW is buying their own. It's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Like, and and one person high up in the company had had told people close to me, like, that's not even financially feasible. Like, we right. would lose our ass doing that. Sure, of course. I mean, if you're a live event promoter, right? Let's say you, Sean Ross Sapper, yeah. a live event promoter, and you sold forty three thousand tickets to a show. Do you give a shit who the buyer is? Do you no. care if they were bought by scalpers? No. 
Like it's the dumbest, weakest attempt to criticize something that I think I've ever seen. They sold those tickets. They're getting the revenue for those tickets. Who gives a shit who the buyer is? This is this is clearly a big success for AEW. There's no other way to look at it. This is clearly a big success for AEW. And uh, and I'm telling you, man, this is a statement. This is a statement for them. You know, that, that they it's, they can be phenomenal. on the same playing field as WWE and at least in certain markets. Yeah, this is a statement for I, them. So like, for it's them. so weird. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Weird and I'll see dumbasses like, my sources say that and it's fake. You had Mike Coppinger from ESPN outright lying on Twitter saying, oh, wow, this is scaled for 40K, a lot different than the 93K when I was there watching. It's like, man, you work for ESPN. How are you just going to spew that out? I know you don't like the way that Tony Khan handled that, but I didn't have a problem with it. I grew up uh, in the the uh, Attitude Monday Night War era where they were challenging each other to fights and driving Jeeps up to doors and Billionaire Ted was hilarious shit, but... I'm, I was so disappointed to see that from somebody who's supposed to be a, a respected, prominent uh, boxing journalist just running over here and being like, here's a lie. Here's a lie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. The big thing for me is I just don't understand the motivation. And I'm not just talking him. I'm talking the people that are saying, oh, it was all scalper tickets or, oh, AEW's buying them up themselves. I don't understand the benefit. If you don't like the AEW product, that's fine don't like the aw product why would you wish the the company to to die effectively like that that's yeah. the part that i don't understand i mean i've been critical at times of the aw product as a wrestling fan i sure as hell don't want aw to die you know what i mean yeah that's the livelihood of a lot of people and and it, and it's obviously very beneficial to fightful that there's more wrestling companies out there that are thriving that's the part i don't understand i don't get why people either make shit up uh, or they just want the company to die. That I don't, I just yeah. don't get, I don't, I don't know how they think that would be good for the business. If that happened. I think, I think I've been talked into making a, a weekend trip out there. We'll see how, how that works. I, I feel like that's the type of show that I want to take in in person because 
it's it's going to be a special one. I've never been to London. It might end up going twice in a couple months. I don't really want to travel that much. Oh, wait till Sean hits me up about, hey, Jimmy, can I expense this? Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> well, you know. You know. The first one's going to be more of a vacation, but a tax-deductible vacation. Uh-huh. TV says... I got all in tickets. My first ever wrestling show. And I took your advice, Sean. Level one, not on the floor. So thanks. My bro is going with me and he's willing to get engaged. What do you guys think I intro him to first? Well, it depends on, I mean, obviously AEW stuff if you're going to bring him there. But yes, floor seats, especially stadium shows, unless they have some sort of riser situation. No thanks, man. Uh, I was, when I was there in San Antonio, the person I was with had to stand on a chair to even see (laughs) the ring at the Alamo Dome in 2017, and uh, they they fixed a little bit of that this year, but it, it can be a, it can be tough. I would introduce him to the Hangman Omega Young Bucks Elite Saga. That's what I would probably. Do. Oh, is he talking? I what 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 I introduce him to in terms of storyline and stuff like that? Is that what he means? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I really like uh, the BCC with uh, Brian Danielson as a heel. That's one of the things that I find really interesting. I find that yeah. Brian. Brian has got this sadistic side to him as a heel. I, I find it mm-hmm. interesting. So that's something that I would look at. And of course, Jay Cargill, Jay Cargill, superstar. Got to, got to check her out. We've got Brent Lockman saying, I know it's early, but what could a max deal mean for Canada? Sometimes I question TSN's commitment to AEW. Well, it all depends on how long TSN's deal is. I'm not exactly familiar with that, that deal, but it depends on whatever individual deal that they negotiate. Usually it's based on region. Exactly right. To- Exactly right. You got to treat them completely separate. So whatever they do with uh, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, it's unrelated to what they would do in Canada. They're two different deals. I imagine that they probably just stay with pay-per-view for the time being in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they'll still even have pay-per-view in the U.S. too. But either way, they'll probably stick with that unless they get some kind of a streaming deal here. SAS says, who would you say are probably the biggest male and female free agents right now? Uh, women, Mercedes Monet. She's on a per appearance right now. So it's definitely her. On the men's side of things, Goldberg. I guess Goldberg or, <laughs> or Matt Cardona. Yeah, I was kind of being uh, being funny, but uh, Cardona's yeah. a good one. You know what? Cardona's a good one. He's done well for himself. Yeah, he has. Uh, Mandy, I think, is a pretty big one, too, uh, all things considered. But I don't know if she's got any real <laughs> incentive to wrestle anymore. So, you know. We've got uh, Jennifer Kathleen saying, any news on the Bianca and Montez reality show? Uh, yes, it is going to debut later this year. Dick the, cock, well. Dick the Cock Johnson says, everybody talking about all-in tickets, but here I am pumped about NXT Battleground tickets I bought today. Will be my first non-house show. Can't wait. I can't wait to see how NXT sort of hashes itself out after the draft, Jimmy, because... There were like 18 call-ups. It was a little convoluted. And, you know, I want to talk about the draft. Maybe we can do that now. Um, yeah, we can a little bit. We'll go, we'll go back and forth to, okay. um, to AEW. Yeah, all right. Yeah, because uh, I found the draft kind of convoluted. And, uh, you know, I, I want to I give props to Joel Pearl. Bless his heart. He tried his best on Twitter to make sense of it for me. I was a little bit critical about what is this shit. And he tried to make sense of it, but unfortunately, he, he tried to make sense of it by using precedence and assumption, and that's just not good enough for me. So, so what, what, what was it? Like, okay, what did you have issues with? So there was a bunch of things. So for one thing, 
Brock Lesnar again is a free agent and Omos as well as a free agent. Yes, and that didn't they, make any sense. No, and all they said was they negotiated free agency. And and Joel's explanation to me was, well, they always do that with Brock. That's not good enough for me. Why? Why is it that Roman Reigns, who's the biggest star in your company, got drafted, but Omos, who is anything but the biggest star in your company, gets to negotiate free agency? I would like an explanation of what does that mean? Is there financial incentive? I would like some kind of an explanation for that and, and uh, yeah. settling on precedence isn't good enough. Another thing for me was, okay, so they, they draft judgment day minus Rhea Ripley, right? Sean R Rhea and Ripley was completely separate in the draft. Like they yes. established that they put, they put in the draft pool, Rhea Ripley judgment day are separate. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But here's yeah. so, but when they did that, I thought to myself, okay, I guess they did it because she's the women's champion, maybe. But then Gunther, who is the Intercontinental Champion, was drafted with Imperium. I think that's a little bit different. We're talking about a women's champion and then uh, the rest of a male group, and we're talking about like five people, four or five people. I don't have a problem with that one. Okay. What about uh, Roman and Solo? Are drafted as the bloodline. The Usos are drafted separately, but then they go to SmackDown anyway. I mean, I don't have a problem with them dividing up the world champion in Solo Sokoa and then the Usos as well. To me, that's sort of an overpowering draft pick. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that they should have split up Ray and the rest of the LWO too. That would have at least added some more consistency. I don't have a problem with who they split up. I did have a problem with like a couple of the people they kept together, just like the LWO aspect of it. I was happy the OC was together. I didn't even know if Mishin was still in that damn group. Right. But I uh, mean, and that, I mean, that's one example where it definitely benefited them to be together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I didn't have a problem with who they kept together, but I, it, it was just weird to me that, that Rhea's not part of Judgment Day, but then the Imperium's together, OC's together. It's like they just kind of pick and choose based, I guess, on who they want to push. I mean, that's really, I guess, what it comes down to. It, it, it did make a lot of sense. Uh, and then the people that didn't get drafted that are now free agents, what does that mean for them? So Ollie Ziegler, who else was there? Von Wagner of all people. Von Wagner. It was so weird. Like, why the hell? Like, so Von what does that Wagner? mean for them? Does that mean that they're on both shows then? <laughs> Technically, yeah. It means they can go to both shows. But what it really means is they had no goddamn plan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I, I just found that really strange. And then the other thing that I uh, uh, was critical of is this is not draft related. We still don't know why Brock Lesnar attacked Cody Rhodes. We still don't know. The way that we tried to explain it was, oh, he was upset that Cody was in the main event. And I was like, get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, and all that was was commentary mentioning it. And then yeah. I think Cody, Cody in a promo said that's what he heard. If you know anything about Brock Lesnar, you know that's the stupidest shit in the universe. And all you yep. need is for Brock to do a quick promo and just say why. It's not hard to do. So, uh, yep. I don't know. I, I found that stuff. Like, I, I find lately since WrestleMania, and you tell me if you agree or disagree, I find that there's been a lot of creative chaos in WWE. I oh, find yeah. that, well, you know. We got the Tasmanian devil, 80 years old, running around eating up the script right before the show. Yeah. I think it's I think it's very very frustrating to a lot of people. For example, let's let's look at Candace and and Piper. They they have been pulled off of two shows now. Pulled off of two shows. It's there there's not a lot of to me it's been better than when Vince 
booked, but not that much better. You're starting to see some of the same things too. Champions are losing non-title matches, two-on-two matches. You're starting to see more rematches, all that. It is creative chaos. I think you're absolutely right. And and when Vince is hovering around, just lingering, it does make you question like how involved is he? How involved is he? Are they being honest about this? Do is it out of their control? Like it's very, it's a very annoying situation to have to worry about an 80 year old doofus just coming in and ruining everything. But I think that triple H sometimes gets, I don't want to say gets too much credit as a booker, but I think sometimes he's given too much leeway because a lot of people forget some of the stuff he booked in early NXT was not good. Right. Right. So, what do you so let's take this Monday as an example. So I know that you reported in the past, oh, you know, like uh, like the raw after mania when when Vince was actively involved, and then I think it was the next week when you said that he changed the script or something. What are you hearing week to week? Like this Monday, for example, did you hear about last minute changes again this week? No, I did last week though around the the, the punk thing, but I haven't heard that this week. And you can you can largely tell when Vince does it. Because the rundowns that I'll get at about seven differ from what's on the actual show at eight. So last week, for example, it was supposed to be Candace versus Piper Niven. Instead, we got Street Profits versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric. And Montez looked very not prepared to compete from a gear perspective. So like you can largely tell. And then uh, the Raw after Mania, there were a ton of changes, just a ton of changes. Okay. All right. We'll see where things go. I want to go back to uh, to a question I had about AEW uh, elevation going away. Sure. Um, what do you think the future holds for Paul White? What what else is he doing for the company aside from commentary on elevation? Well, I mean, he was injured. Uh, he he was sidelined and couldn't really do a lot. So uh, I don't know. Uh, when did he join AEW? It's been a couple of years. I think. I think. Let's see. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So. Mm-hmm. We're we're looking at him like if how long did he sign a deal for? If he if he signed a deal for longer than three years, they've still got him on the hook. They got to find something for him to do. I I think he'll be one that's probably not renewed uh, moving forward. Right, right, interesting. Uh, and I think he's I think he'll probably head back to WWE. To be honest with you, yeah, Legends deal or something maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to tell, uh, mention a couple of positive stories at the beginning of the podcast, and then we went off the rails because that's what we do. So the we got still got super chats, Jimmy. We can we can get to those, or you can do your your. Uh, <laughs> Let's your, do the positive uh, news first because they're they're kind of important, and then sure, after that sure. we'll do the super chats. So the first thing I want to do is I want to congratulate Carmela and Corey Graves. Oh, Our, wonderful! Yeah. Carmella, now she's pregnant. Uh, she's been very public about her struggles. And so that makes this news even more positive. But I want to say something about Carmella. And this tells me everything I need to know about what kind of person she is. So I know people, uh, friends of mine who went through a divorce and they have kids and they've had some issues with, say, a stepmom or a stepdad and the relationship with the kids and whatever. Carmella put out a video where she informed her three stepkids, which are Corey Graves, his kids from a previous relationship. She informed them she was pregnant. And to see those kids, how emotional they got and running over and hugging her. I looked at that and I saw the great relationship she has with her stepkids. And that told me what kind of a person Carmella is uh, and how awesome of a person she must be, because I know that cannot be easy. 
And so I wanted to give props to, uh, to her for that. And I want to congratulate her and Corey Graves on that news. And then I wanted to also say congratulations to Richard Holiday. Last yes. weekend on a Beyond Wrestling show, he announced that he is in remission. And that is that is major. So congratulations to him. That's very positive news. Working to schedule an interview with uh, Richard Holiday, hopefully in person. Uh, it meant a lot to me. He said that uh, that he wanted uh, Fightful to be his first interview and he wanted to do it in person. So we're going to see what we can do to make that happen. A big congrats to Carmella and Corey. I, I love that. That warmed my heart, gave me chills when I saw it. It was just amazing. And I'm sure you appreciated the shoes. Oh, of course. They were amazing. <laughs> I'm not wear, I'm not going to wear Jordans as much now. The last, last media event I was at, every damn reporter in that room had a pair of Jordans on. And I was like, all right, I'm going to switch it up from now on. I know where you can get us some solid $25 sneakers, Sean. A Shriner says, do we know what's happening with the women's title considering both members of the Raw title match are now in SmackDown? Name changes, maybe. I hope it's name changes. I absolutely hope that it's it's name changes because I don't want them to do that that title swap. Shit. I bet you they will. Like a Val Capone in the chat. A wonderful Val Capone. 27 at 27 says, Punk, Jarrett, and Dutt as AEW collision bookers. Uh, vouch too. Uh, I don't think so, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that Jeff Jarrett gets some accelerated duties moving forward. That's fine, but do not let punk book the show. Don't let punk book. The I show. agree. Mr. CJ Lilly says the Zion Quinn Von Wagner could be a tag team with Corbin as the lone wolf. Maybe too. Uh, a trio with Isla fire could join Alexa and Bray. I think we're more likely to see Isla Alba and then, you know, a couple more of the Scottish women join up eventually. I actually don't mind the idea of Zion and Vaughn being led by Baron Corbin. Might as give it a shot. Why not? I never thought I would ever do this, but I actually want to take a minute to give props to Baron Corbin. And I never thought that I would ever do this. So the Paris show. Yes. Oh, so I, I imagine professionally the last one or two years have not been fun for him in terms of creative and in terms of, you know, his positioning last weekend. Uh, I'm sure people have seen the clips. WWE was in Paris. Everybody's been raving about that crowd. Bailey was like, let's bring a pay-per-view to Paris. Everybody was raving about how hot that crowd was Baron Corbin, because everybody else did really Baron Corbin got a huge pop and you could see on his face, how much that moved him. Like you could see how much that meant to him. And he actually won that match and, and, and he never wins, but he won that match. And so uh, he's had some tough times creatively. I'm sure that was a good night at the office for him. So uh, good for him on that one. Yeah, that made me very happy. I know the roster was very happy about that as well. Um, That's very cool. K775 says, do you think any of the free agents end up in NXT? Yeah, I do think some of them end up popping up over there. A absolutely. Uh, we just got Daniel saying, hi, guys, finished my master's thesis. Good way to celebrate. Two-part question. When uh, will Vikingo come to AEW, and could you see him on an AEW pay-per-view? Yeah, I could see him on an AEW pay-per-view, uh, probably in the States because of, of his visa and everything is for the States. But um, I, if you're him right now and you can get away doing per appearance, I think you do per appearance because he is, I mean, he's somebody that they would obviously like to keep booking in Mexico. So I was going to say, does he have a triple A contract? He, he does, doesn't he? I think I don't want to uh, don't quote me on that. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. Not okay. sure. Uh, Chris rain says loved how they did the pre-sale with this code. Yeah. I, I heard great things about how they handled this and haven't heard of a ton of people not getting tickets so far. 
Michael Branson, boy, this makes me happy. He says, two weeks ago, I was waiting for my wife to get through radiation. Six weeks ago, or six days ago, we got the phone call. She was all clear. Good. Love you all, FIFA fan. Pass it on. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Uh, we got a few from Mr. CJ Lilly. Some some very, very good ones. Says, I do like some moves, like putting the way together, but I genuinely believe guys like Wagner and Quinn, who have been called up, or have, have been set up to fail. These are guys a character and are green in the ring. I think for a lot of these people, Jimmy, Von Wagner and, and Zion Quinn, it is sink or swim time. They've been in this company for five years, and WDB feels like you're going to get your chance. Here's your chance. You're going to have some that don't do well. Then you're going to have some that are Alexa Bliss or Carmella that where they got called up, people went, really, already? And then they killed it, and they did a great job, and now they're fixtures. I think it's sink or swim time for those two guys. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, Wagner has been there forever. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But you know, again, uh, Hunter, I hope understands now you can't just put this guy on TV and assume that people are going to know who he is thinking that they all watch NST because they don't. So I hope he understands yeah. that he's got to be presented properly. Val Capone mentions that the heels group, the AEW heels group, the women group, uh, got their own pre-sale code. That's that's very cool. That is very cool. That's a way to make sure that, that they're taken care of as well. I really like that. Uh, Van Twinblade says, Sean, use your magic powers. Book 2D, Lynn Ramsey. I'll book her to beat Shaza McKenzie any day. Isn't she from the St. Louis area? She needs to be whooping Shaza's ass on the regular. Aaron Busby says, in your opinion, do you think Triple H, or Shawn Michaels rather, had any indication... Indy Hartwell was going to get drafted because the look on his face when it was announced looked like a shoot. Yeah, I think he did. They were given time to plan on that. Um, I'm sure Shawn Michaels knew about it shortly before. Uh, a lot of the talent that I heard from that got drafted Monday, actually some of them found out Friday, and that'll be uh, in our, a little more will be in our Fightful Select update today. But yeah, the, some of because some of them filmed promos at SmackDown. Uh, but well, that's that's good news because back in the Vincent Man days, he liked to spring it on people, not and understanding split couples. Well, yeah, he was split couples, but he would also screw up everybody's if they had travel partners, and you know he screwed all of it up, and he would do it last minute. And uh, question on Nindy Hartwell: So she dropped the NXT Women's Title. I assume she did it because of the call up. But is there anything to uh, an ankle injury, or is that storyline? I think it's. I think it's legit. It's I think legit? it's legit. Yeah. Okay. I think it's legit. We got Orlando Orego saying for AEW, hopefully with the new TV deals, it'll help their tapings. With the last tapings, they did over five hours of wrestling. It will. No more dark, no more elevation. So uh, that's going to definitely streamline a lot of that. But I'll tell you what will streamline a lot of things. NordVPN.com slash Fightful, Jimmy. You know, you know you love it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. One of the most versatile sponsors we've ever had. It, it allows you to change your virtual location with just one click. Uh, you've got the ability to shield your data from snoops and criminals. You can listen to your favorite shows abroad. So if you're traveling over to the UK, you want to listen and watch your favorite shows, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Make sure you can still access those. You can protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. So if you're traveling over there, you're at the airport, the hotel, the venue. You can protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi on any device you own. Maybe you got your Surface Pro like I do. Maybe you're dragging your, your PC or your, your PlayStation or your router, any, any number of things like that over there. It secures every device that you own. They've got a password manager, a file encryption tool, and 
you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. The fastest VPN on the planet, 24-7 support. So often I have people hit me up and say, hey, how can I get this? How can I use this? How can I use this? Uh, they have 24-7 tech support, so they will help you out with that. Tons of great publications have put over NordVPN.com slash Fightful from Forbes to Wired to Huffington Post to Yahoo, Business Insider. Check it out. You'll end up saving. I mean, this UFC pay-per-view this weekend, that's how I'm purchasing it with those overseas prices. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Who's fighting? Um, Good gosh. I think it's Cejudo and Sterling. Okay. Yeah. And I, I would really love to watch Cejudo get beaten up. Uh, Bilal Muhammad and Gilbert Burns is one I'm excited for. Uh, Jessica Andrade is fighting as well. Uh, it was supposed to be Oliveira and Benil Dariush, but that got canceled. The Bryce Mitchell fight got canceled. Um, I think two of them got canceled, actually. They, they were looking good. But hmm. uh, I will be primarily watching Backlash this weekend, and then I'm going to catch the last like hour, hour and a half of uh, UFC, which – the benefit is I'm going to be able to catch up because there's so much damn downtime between those fights that I'll I'll be able to catch up appropriately. Uh, Mr. CJ Lilly says, guys, relevant Alexa question. After the draft on Monday, are she, Bray, and the others not even mentioned free agents or freelancers, or will she bring back as Knight of Champions as summer reporting? For that typical situation, CJ Lilly, they want to provide flexibility for that as uh, Demon Diva is very excited about WWE in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. uh, she is going to do great work this week, by the way, guys. Uh, follow her across the board. I know she does stuff with Know Your News, but I mean, she she willed this into existence. She was at the pressers asking about Puerto Rico shows Remember. last year, and uh, she's going to do some incredible work this week, so support her. I'm going I'm to be ex expecting chaos out of her in the front row when Bad Bunny comes out for his match, so... There you go. <laughs> and uh, I think that they leave people like Alexa and Bray and Randy Orton and all these people off a brand. That way they've got the flexibility because if they're back in three weeks or three months or nine months, then they don't necessarily have to come up with a storyline reason. And there's no necessary reason to put them on that brand. Matt Hennessy says, I enjoyed the draft, but I'm not a fan of the free agent idea or some call-ups. Brock bring a free agent makes sense who he's who he is, but Omos... Uh, he ain't over, can't talk where he lacks a presence. I actually thought that Omos has made a little sense because they said that MVP negotiated it for him. And so much of MVP's character is based on the sports agent atmosphere and, you know, the, the eccentric sports star aspect. Dolph Ziggler not getting picked doesn't make any sense to me. Von Wagner not getting picked does make sense to me. But still the free agent aspect of this didn't make sense to me. If it's something you could negotiate, then why are people that didn't get drafted given that same benefit? Yeah. And like, why didn't Paul Heyman negotiate that for Roman? Roman's there the biggest star in the company. Maybe I don't think he, why he doesn't want to be on both shows. Yeah, maybe, maybe possible. That's possible. Do you think the hiring freeze is over with the two days news? So uh, we got word of two new recruits being signed, uh, but what we haven't got, is news of top talent or main roster people being re-signed. I was always under the impression, even though they didn't sign new recruits, specifically out of that Kylie Ray, Vincent, Dutch, Casey, Navarro tryout, that they would still hire recruits. But I hadn't heard of any change for, for main roster talent, although I did hear that Nick Khan had told some sports agents that they were going to hire again soon. So mm. 
That'd be good. Mr. CJ Lilly says, congrats to Carmella. That bit was awesome. Did anyone see Alexa on It's My Jam with Fallon? More exposure for her. She was the star of the episode. She's going to be huge outside WWE. Next breakout star like The Rock. I don't know about like The Rock, but she got herself on uh, The Masked Singer. She got herself on It's My Jam with Jimmy Fallon. And, what is and that? Miz. It's My Jam. What's that? It's it's some uh, music-related thing that Jimmy Fallon does. Okay. But, but, I mean, yeah, I think it's great that she's doing that. She should do that. She's got good connections to that that world as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got through the super chats for now, Jimmy. Oh all right. God. Holy, holy shit. Let's get, let's get to some list stuff. So, all right, we talked about backlash. <laughs> uh, mentioned backlash. Let's talk about that. It's been suggested that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest might main event, and they are on the event poster. So what do you think? Do you think Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to main event? I hope so. I think they should main event. Uh, and I've got a story coming to FightfulSelect.com about why they adjusted uh, that, why they adjusted that that match from a tag match. But I think they should main event. I like the idea of some fresh things main eventing a show where appropriate, right? Like the tag team title match at WrestleMania. There were a lot of people saying, oh, well, you got to have a women's match main event. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you know what's never main evented? A tag title match ever. And it's the first tag team main event since WrestleMania one. Mm-hmm. I think that a match between these two should absolutely main event. Bad Bunny is a god there. <laughs> so why why not? Listen, listen, buddy. If they do a show at the Ewing Kentucky Fire Department, I'm main eventing that thing. Oh, really? I'm not playing second banana to anybody. They're not trying to get, uh, what's his name, Clooney? Clooney to come in and do a special attraction? Well, that's Maysville, Kentucky. If oh, it was oh, Maysville, oh. Kentucky, I would have to play second banana to George Clooney for I sure. I see, I or see. Or I'd just face George Clooney and whip that ass. How about that one? <laughs> He's like in his 60s. i whipped that ass, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm training again. I'm in the best shape I've been in in like three years. I will whip George uh, Clooney's ass <laughs> one stage at the Maysville Opera House right next to his Leatherheads poster that's up in there. I'm isolating this. I'm tagging him. He doesn't give a shit, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to get kicked off of YouTube and <laughs> Twitter and everything. I'm going to say I'm making violent threats. Uh, let Jesus me ask you this Christ. question about, let me ask you this about backlash. So the draft kind of puts a wrench into a couple of the, the matches a little bit. Like huh? for example, the U S title match, you know, Bronson Reed's not winning. Cause he's staying on Ron. The U S title's going with Austin theory to SmackDown. So Bronson Reed's not winning. Zelina is not beating Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley's taking the title to raw. Zelina's going to SmackDown, but nobody thought she was going to win anyway. So that's okay. What match are you most interested in on that show? I forgot Rollins and, and Omos was even happening. Because they're never in the ring together. And whenever Rollins is on TV, all he does is talk about the world heavyweight title. So I forgot that one was even happening. I'm morbidly curious about (laughs) about that one. Are you? But yeah, I just want to kind of see how that unfolds. But I mean, Rollins is going to have to take the take to the sky just to get the curb stomp in. Yeah, let me see what's even on this card. I have most of it. So six man tag. uh, Oh, oh, I'll tell you. Uh, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed, I think, can be a lot of fun. Except um, we know Bronson's not going to win. But Riddle, yeah. Owens, and Zayn against the Bloodline, I'm looking at, and I'm like, that's a Raw match. <laughs> that is a WWE Raw match. Yeah, the Bloodline is getting tired. Cute. It's getting tired. Bianca Belair and EO Sky. That that's the good. one. That's the one. I love how they're building that, where even though they literally speak different languages, they speak the same language. And their language is, we want to get in there and we want to fight. Eosky's very underrated on that roster. She's very yeah, underrated. She is. 
And I think they see that if you look at like the depth on the SmackDown side of things, like I mentioned earlier, I think they probably look at her and they say, oh, she can be something good. I think that that can be really good. Uh, we do have uh, Orlando saying, what matches are you excited for with the new roster in WWE? Bianca Belair versus Charlotte is one that I'm very excited for possibly happening. That's one that I look at and I go, okay, hell yeah. Uh, I also want to see the OC and LWO lock up a little bit. Like I would love to see how Santos Escobar and Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro and even Ray match up with AJ Gallows and Anderson. Then you'll have Michin and Zelina as well. Like I think they can do something pretty fun there. Interesting. I also want to see some fresh matchups for Cody. So, yeah. you know, Bronson Reed's going to be on Raw, so they could do Cody and Bronson Reed. Drew McIntyre, you suggest a heel turn, which is cool. So they could do Cody, Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I want to see some fresh matchups for Cody, and obviously they want to keep him away from Roman for a while. So uh, when they peel him off of Brock, you got to give him something. Do you think at Backlash, Cody, Crossroads, clean clean pin on Brock? What do you think? It should be. It should be clean as a, clean as a whistle. It really needs to be. Um, you, you know, the, the one exception I would have is if Brock wins and then Cody beats him in the tournament. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be hurt by that, you know, because mm. you don't need to be coming off of a win to get in the tournament, assuming they do one for the yeah. world title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they doing the entire tournament in that one evening? I don't know. I don't okay. have any clue like that. Okay. Uh, okay. No, no clue. Uh, let's get to these super chats again. Caden says here to say, let's go Panthers. I'm here to say, eat a turd. Kate says, SRS. Let me just step in in quick. And and I know this isn't a hockey podcast. I, as an Oilers fan would rather that the Oilers play the Panthers in the final than the Leafs in the final, but the Panthers are not beating the Leafs. Leafs are winning that series. Okay. Kate Hensler says, SRS, Shaza or Clooney, who do you choose? I am much more likely to wrestle a match against George Clooney than I am Shaza McKenzie. If Shaza McKenzie wanted to whip my ass, she could have whipped my ass when I was face-to-face with her and hit her with one of the best Impaler DDTs in the history of wrestling to a deafening ovation. So loud that it literally broke all the audio in the arena. That's what it did. That's what it did. In the enormous arena that we Enormous were in. arena. How many Nespresso pies do you think it would take to get Clooney to agree to that matchup? What the hell is a Nespresso pie? Nespresso pods. Nespresso pods. Oh, the coffee pods. pods. Yeah, he promotes that stuff. Uh, he, uh, You know, it's funny. He actually puts over the transparent tarts in Maysville, Kentucky a lot from a, a bakery. Uh, why do they, what, why do they call disgusting it Disgusting trans- is what it is. It's basically pure sugar like flavored sugar baked into like a little, a little pastry that's in a little, they're horrible. And you can see through it. Kind of. It's like if you, if you were to rub a piece of chicken on a paper towel, you can see, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like one of those gimmicks, one of those. That's quite the vision. Quite the vision. Yeah. KE775 says, is raw going to be heavy on women's tag team? Seems like they have a lot of teams. Hopefully they put some effort into it. They are heavy on tag teams. And I like that. But what a lot of people forget is assuming the women's ta- tag team champions can appear on SmackDown as well. You have like three over there. You have five or six on Raw. So, I mean, you do have a little bit of flexibility there. But I think for now that those tag teams should be more on Raw than on SmackDown. 
I imagine that when Liv and Raquel lose the titles, no one WWE, they're going to split them next week. Liv will be back doing singles again. Right? Now they doing. got two damn set of two damn set of tag teams. Uh, tag team titles. Vasco says, what match would you book to boost all-in sales? Uh, I don't know if it would be necessarily sales, but I would get Will Ospreay on the show. I would get uh, Zack Sabre Jr. on the show. Uh, I honestly would have booked uh, Nick Aldis a little bit too. Get some UK names on there. So Osprey, I thought, was very smart in something that he said. So he he mentioned All In. I don't know where it was, an interview or something. And he said um, AEW should focus on their own talent. And and sure, you can bring in outside talent, but focus on your own talent. You and I talked about this before. Um, if they're going to do Punk and FTR against the Elite, if that's going to be the, the vision, why not do Punk Omega one-on-one at Wembley Stadium, which to me is a big matchup, and then do the six-man tag at the next pay-per-view the week later. So, so do Punk and Omega one-on-one. Here's how I feel about that. I feel like because Punk has been injury-prone over the last year, you have to plan for him to do one match. <laughs> like, that's that's really all you can plan. And that's not taking a shot at Punk. It's unfortunate. Like, that's, that's unfortunate. Like... Red, Cincinnati Reds have a have an outfielder, Nick Senzel. You can't really plan on him playing more than 60 games. Like, so they have contingency plans in order. With all in, the spirit of the first all in was can they sell 10,000 seats? Now the spirit of it is can they sell 90,000 seats at a place they've never been? And the spirit of the first all in was quite literally the wrestling world going all in people from everywhere. I wouldn't mind them bringing that approach where you have some ROH, you have maybe an impact representative, even an MLW representative. You can get Hammerstone on that show in some capacity. But I think that week specifically, I'll I'll keep saying this until uh, I'm told by somebody at AEW that it ain't going to happen. I'd throw every damn thing at the wall for, for uh, all in all out dynamite collision, everything, throw it all at the damn wall. The casino battle Royal, the casino ladder match, everything you got maximize that whole week. And I wouldn't do, I've heard people say, Oh, they should do a live event in the UK around then. No, not, not this go around. Maybe next time the people there need to think this is my chance to see AEW. That's what that that's how I feel. And I think they will throw a lot of stuff at the show, like you're suggesting. Like it it won't surprise me at all if we find out, you know, the impact title is going to be defended. Uh, you know, maybe some New Japan stuff, whatever. They got Forbidden Door coming as well in when July, whatever. Yeah. But uh it won't surprise me if they do that. But in terms of like what's your main event, aside from the AEW title match, whatever it is at that point, I just think again, if you're gonna do punk FTR against the elite at any point. Punk Omega is your match. And, yeah. and I, I agree with you that you want to be careful with Punk with an injury. That's why you do the singles match first, because if he gets hurt, he could be protected in the tag team match. Yeah. So you do the singles match first, Punk and Omega, and then you do the tag at, uh, at all. That. That's what that's to me. That's your match. That's a big match. I actually wouldn't mind it if the, like, that match spurned such a chaotic Omega Punk match like they go at it nonstop during that Val Capone's out here spreading misinformation says SRS. Why did my mic work fine for the rest of that amazing black label pro show? You had a different, it was fed in differently. You had like (laughs) that little Maddie Rinkowski handheld mic that she uses on her side character gimmick. I don't know. It's I'm not an audio technician, Val. I, I don't know what to tell you. Aubrey says they need to do blood and guts in London. 
I mean, I think they're probably going to maximize room for, I, I'd say do blood and guts somewhere else. Do it on dynamite, do it on all, all out, like do, do it there. I think that you're going to sell this based on the novelty of it. Um, yeah, we're going to get through these super chats real quick before we head over to fightfulselect.com for the list goes on. Doesn't look like the news that I was hoping would emerge out there is going to break during this show, but Sean's news, Sean's news is that his new computer is getting delivered to his place. It is. And, it uh, is. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't crap out this time. Hmm. Uh, Jake says, SRS, can you confirm or deny you'll be doing the in-person Quizlemania with the WrestleTalk team? Uh, I am going to do some stuff with the WrestleTalk team when I'm over there. Yes. I just don't know what they have planned. KE775 says, you heard if the WWE plans to have Becky start soon to kickstart the Trish feud. Uh, this could be a huge summer program if they don't screw it up. Uh, Becky is sidelined with a, a minor injury right now, and she'll be back whenever she's uh, cleared to go. They're Maybe obviously so. going in that direction because Trish is selling it. So it, it's going to be yeah. Trish and Becky at a big show, I'm sure. Matt Hennessy says, with the draft over, is there a dream match you want to see from one of the brands? Hoping we get Zayn and Owens against DIY. Again, Bianca Charlotte is one for me. Um, there aren't a lot of dream matches. There's not they a lot. I mean, I, I think Brock and Bronson Reed would be interesting. Because Bronson be cool. can go. I don't know if it's of, a dream match, but it'd be no, interesting. No, maybe not a dream, but there, there's not, like you said, there's not really a lot of dream matches anymore. Sure. My dream um, match is people uh, hitting that thumbs up button because it would help a lot if they did. I would also really, you could tell I'm a Brock Lesnar guy. I would also yeah. love to see Brock Lesnar, Braun Breaker. I think that would be fascinating. Uh, we've got Van Twinblade saying, also, Sean, if you ever come up here, come to the June 21st, or the, come on the 21st show. It's 2D versus Miyu Yamashita headlining. Maybe Tankman jumping Camaro again. I know that you're a big fan of, of that stuff, and I appreciate uh, you always keeping us up to date on it. And somehow I forgot Brock and Gunther. So Matt's Musings mentioned that in the chat. I don't know how I forgot that. That's a big match. Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely one. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that is absolutely one. KE775 saying, how do you think Backlash plays out? If Cody wins, that's major validation. If Seth wins, he seems the favorite for the World Heavyweight Championship. Does Solo turn on the Usos like Heyman's been hinting? I don't think Solo turns on the Usos. I think Omos. Uh, <laughs> don't, I don't say think it, John. It's I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility he wins and then faces Roman down the uh, line. Uh, that's we talked about that last week too, because uh, you know that the Saudis are going to like the spectacle, right? The Saudis are going to yeah. like the spectacle of how how tall is he? Seven three, Omas. They're going to like the spectacle of that guy. Oh, that's so painful. That's so painful. Yep, yep. I don't want uh, guys. I'm gonna gonna run through here. <laughs> And uh, look at, make sure I got all these. I think I did. I think I caught them all. If not, we'll make sure that they're read on tonight's AEW show. But uh, we got a bunch of great content for you guys. Again, we've got Backlash coming this week. Uh, Blues fan says, take on the rumor that Reigns retains to September 2024. Spit in the face of the fans. The run has jumped the shark and Cody needs it to end ASAP. Uh, I'll reiterate this. Andrew Zarian said that was taken out of context. However, I just don't doubt that that would happen. I don't doubt that they'll just keep it on, on the, on them for a very, very long time. It's easy when he's never there. It is. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got going on? Tell the people what you got. Uh, nothing, man. List goes on. I got more, more topics. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, Trinity. We're going to talk about a subtle draft moved, move the WWE did that. I really liked. 
Uh, we'll talk about a few more things on the list goes on. Bifle Select. And Anime Otaku says, what about the Mela is Mummy t-shirt? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good stuff. Uh, somebody asked about Sting. Uh, I don't think that they're going to do the Sting retirement match uh, at All Out. I think maybe All In, maybe around there. But, I mean, it's good to have a lot of things to possibly promote for that week. Is this his last year? That's what he says. That's what he told Seahawk in, in their uh, their hmm. thing. So Okay, interesting, interesting. All right. Guys, until next time, we're out.